We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. And everyone warned about drafting Sergio Aguero in a draft league. Uh, he will miss six to eight games, period. Um, <laughs> and here it is. <laughs> Uh, I, I was never one to discount him because of that, though. Like no, you, no, anybody can miss six to eight games. Anybody can get in a car accident on the way to back to your private plane to go home following a concert. It can happen to anybody. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com/soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Starting Eleven, the only app where you can change your lineups live during your daily fantasy soccer weekend. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. Uh, Andrew, uh, I hope you didn't have uh, too much of a celebration of the Arsenal victory last weekend for your birthday. <laughs> Uh, I was actually much more celebratory for the Jets win, which was uh, significantly more uh, unexpected. So Arsenal waited till Monday anyway. So I was long. The birthday celebrations were long gone by then. But yeah, uh, the Jets were much more surprising. To me. Well, I meant, I meant if you had celebrated too much on Sunday, you wouldn't have caught the, uh, the Arsenal uh, victory on Monday. No, I'm a 
I'm 36 with kids. I, there's no like celebrations at this point on a Sunday that take me into Monday. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I'm 32 without kids, and I re and I rescheduled my birthday celebrations from last Saturday to this Saturday because oh. too many other people had conflicts. Oh, okay. That's very <laughs> so nice of I'm you. I'm celebrating my birthday six days late. Have you been celebrating all week until now? Like, is no. it did it turn into like Mike's birthday no. week? Oh, okay. No, no, no. No, Mike's birthday is just I'm going to a place I normally go to and other people can come along if they want to. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah, that's basically what birthdays become when you turn your when you get yep. into your 30s. Yeah. I did have a conversation with my wife because she was like, you know, we're in our upper 30s now. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is 36 is not upper 30s. My wife and I are the same age. And I was like, seven, eight, nine is early 30s. Like four, five, six is just mid 30s. And one, two, three is your early 30s. And she's like, what about 30? And I'm like, that's you know, when you're 30, you're 30. Yeah, you're not in your you're 30s. Not in your you're not th- right. yet. Exactly. You're singular 30. You're not multiple 30. Right. I'm glad we, uh, we agree on that because she's a math teacher. And so numbers, I mean, teacher regardless, she was like, yeah, but like, you know, uh, a minus is 90, one, two, three. And I'm like, yeah, we're this, this is apples and oranges. So thank you for agreeing with me on that one. And if someone averaged an 89, give them the damn a minus. <laughs> Where do you fall in the like? Well, is that the eighty nine point one point four point five? Well, doesn't matter. Eighty nine, whatever. Oh, just give it that's, to them. Just yeah. What about the eighty eight point five? No, because no. that becomes an eighty nine, and it, no, apparently an eighty nine no, for no, you is an A minus. No, no, yeah, you have to have an O natural eighty nine. Okay. No okay. rounding, even eighty eight point nine. No, you didn't do enough. Ooh, eighty eight point nine five. If you go out to two decimal places, um. God bless you. <laughs> I have, uh, I don't have a strong enough opinion on that. Okay. That's shocking because you're not one to be light on opinions on things. That's true. Uh, I, I draw a line somewhere and it's usually at the second decimal point. All right. Fair enough. So pi is just 3.14 for you. Nothing else. Yeah. I mean, I can, I know it's 3.14159. After that, I'm, I'm done. But I mean, like, 3.14 is what what most people would actually categorize it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why Pi Day is March 14th. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Also happens to be my brother's birthday. He was a very mathematical person. Ah, was he actually, or are you just saying that? He really is. Huh. Yeah, he was. He went to MIT. So I mean, he, he's. Do you think I played a part in it being born on Pi Day? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Hmm. So what are we yeah. good for? Fantasy Premier League. That's what September 24th gave us. Uh, I mean, somewhat. The ability to at least watch soccer <laughs> and maybe have an opinion on it. I do have opinions well, it's on not, it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a maybe have an opinion. You're right. No, I, I this, is, this is not a maybe. This is a definitely. <laughs> um, an update on last week. Normal service resumes in our starting 11 challenge. Uh, I, once again, claim modeled, victory yeah. with my 180-some-odd points. Uh, what can I say, Andrew? I, I, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing the league pretty clearly this year. Um, at least in this game, yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've gotten a couple of pretty bold calls correct. Um, I mean, sure, but I don't know if it's any drastically different number of bold calls that you make that occasionally come through. Like, what are you giving yourself credit for? Just so well, I have the list. Definitely giving myself credit for Liverpool Burnley. Definitely okay. giving myself credit for that. Okay. I also am giving myself credit for Burnley Huddersfield at zero zero specifically. I thought that there would be no offense in this game whatsoever. Okay. In the game last weekend. Okay. Are these really that bold? Well, I think this. I think whenever you predict zero zero, that's bold. <laughs> when you think that no one has the capability of scoring. 
Okay. That's what else? What else That's are you grabbing for? Uh, the one thing I will not grab is I thought that Chelsea would play defensively, which they actually you know what we'll get to that. We'll get to all that. Um, we have a lot to dis- we have a, we have a decent amount to discuss. There was uh, a Tammy I, Abraham goal at some point you nailed. Yes, of course. I'll give you that one, but that's like three in a laundry list of things you've probably said. And well, I mean, I also said that Watford are like the perfect counterattacking team, and what do you know? They break Swansea on two counterattacks mm. last week. I mean that this that's not revolutionary, but it's you know I'm just saying I'm. I'm and am I, in, in all the Taga leagues, I'm doing well. Like, I, you know, for fantasy purposes, I'm seeing the league pretty well. Okay. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Like, I have a 500 or – well, definitely better than – in one league, I have a 500 record. and the others, I have, I think I'm like 4-1 and one and 3-1. And, one and like, I, I'm like – I'm not losing much right now. I'm pretty sure it's, I forgot to set my team last week, so. And, and, since, and since I pretty much refuse to uh, – to do F- the official game because I don't really like it. Um, you know, that is what it is. Hmm. I'm, I don't change it much. I noticed but... I'm the second highest scoring team in our Taga Premier League division or whatever they call it, but I'm That's sitting true. in fifth. That's correct. Ugh. Lost too many times. Apparently. <laughs> Literally twice. Yeah. Too, too many times. Okay. But we have a, a full slate to talk about this upcoming week because it's the last week before the next international break. Uh, so we have a week off next week, and we will be coming back at you for the uh, for game week number eight, uh, follow, you know, Friday the thirteenth, I think it is, uh, of October. Ooh. Yeah, it is Friday the thirteenth. Spooky. Um, so we will be uh, very happy to talk to you then in two weeks. But for this week, we have a full slate to get to, and let's start off with one of the more lopsided games starting at 7:30 in the a.m. on the East Coast here, when Spurs travel to the John Smiths Stadium to take on the Terriers of Huddersfield. Uh, I think this should be a bloodbath. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a bold I, statement I that Huddersfield to... can stick around? No. Okay. No, 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 no. I th- I have said that Huddersfield, they are hard to beat. I don't think this will be like four or five nothing. I think it'll be like two nothing, three nothing, and like one of the two may be late, like when really no one's really paying much attention. Right. But, you know, Huddersfield are hard to break down, but it doesn't matter for Spurs. I mean, they can bludgeon you with a hammer. Like, it's it's fine. Um, you know, Harry Kane and Deli Alley. I think Deli Alley is I, – I, if I told you, um, you know, Deli Alley has the most assists to Harry Kane over the past two years, would you be surprised? No. no. Yeah, because it's true. I think he has 11 assists to Harry Kane over the past two years. Ben. But the only thing that you have to worry about on Spurs' side is the rotation after playing in, uh, a, a Champions League game this week. I think Christian Eriksen is sick. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Um, so, yeah, he didn't even travel for that match, and Deli Alley was suspended anyway. So Harry Kane's the only one that you care about that – well, that's actually not completely true because we saw Ben Davis and Trippier play, and Aria, actually. All three of them played. Aria suspended, so we assume Trippier will start. But anyone you worry about, you know, well, they'll. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, if, if Kieran Trippier doesn't start and it's Kyle Walker Peters, that's just more value on your, uh, you know, on a waiver wire pickup if you make one. That's yeah, it. I guess I'd be surprised if they. I I would be stunned. That happened, but I'd be stunned. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, what they could do is they could go three at the back and use, yeah, they've been, they had been doing that and I don't, yeah, and, and they can use, uh, um, and Musa Dembele as the right wing back. Uh, that the, the 
Yeah, I can't believe how much he's playing. Not, Bo- not Musa Dembele, uh, Musa Sissoko. Sissoko, yeah, sorry. I even knew what you meant. Um, yeah, I mean, they they could, uh, but I still think they Trippier have. and Davis. They've used, uh, yeah, kind of. They use Sun more as a left wing back, at least when Davis sat. But either, I mean, when Davis and Trippier are fit, there's no reason they shouldn't start. I agree, but that it's just those are the little permutations that you have to be on the lookout for. But I think whoever starts is, is usable. Yes. Well, yeah. uh, I, I'm probably not. I mean, you're really going to start Sissoko? Usable. I'm not saying. I mean, in like a Taga format, yeah, sure. You would start him in Taga. I'm not going to use him in DraftKings I'll, I'll, if yeah, I'm going to well, do yeah. DFS type play. But I mean, in a Taga format, sure. Why not? Because he's Musa Sissoko. Yeah, that's, not, I mean, that's enough of a reason. Okay. I would I would use him if if, if you know it's like the fifth midfielder if I was going to do that I mean he's, he's usable I mean, if someone puts him in the lineup I'm going to be like oh he's got the potential for a few points like mm-hmm. you know you know that eight point marker that you're looking for from your fourth or fifth midfielder yeah he can totally hit that you'll never guess who has him in our Taga expert league you do no I don't <laughs> that would that would have been my last guess heavens no Kevrov because of course he does <laughs> God because of course he does yeah. that's right I always lose to him. I, I think I've lost four straight consecutive matchups with him. Huh. Including the playoffs last year. Silly. It, he has my number. Hmm. He started out two and four. Tough start for Kevrov. Good it's team, okay. though. Yeah, for Other, sure. I mean, I mean he has uh, Sissoko. Uh, how, how bad could it be? On Huddersfield's side, would you start someone no. like a Tom Ince? <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'd be playing any. Like, Aaron Moy, I would sit. Sabiri, Ince, Kachunga, no. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, Aaron Moy has potential for p- peripheral stats like yeah. interceptions, blocks, and tackles. Mm, not enough. We always say that, and R- rarely do we say that, and they actually reach double-digit points. For example, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like interceptions, he has four all season, and three of them came in the first game of the season. So he's had zero in the last four. He's won a few tackles in each game. That's like that's fine, but. Like he's not going to get any shots on goal, and the other defensive. I'm trying to even. Uh, so I'll put it this way: doesn't win a ton of tackles. Would you rather really play someone like Chris? It? Would you rather play someone like Chris Brunt Ugh. versus Aaron Moy? Because when you think about people's bench options, that's usually the first person on their bench. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or like Jason Punchin against Man United. Like, there's not a, there's not a ton of great value out there. Yeah, I I mean I would probably try to find a defender to play. Yeah. Or how about uh, how about how about this? Would you play Musa Sissoko or Aaron Moy? <sighs> Damn it! You knew I was going to get there. Uh, I was hoping you wouldn't actually get there, but um, I would. I would play Sissoko. Yeah, it's it, it. You I, walked I, me I into it. I know. I did. I forced you into into a bad spot. Anyway, I. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I think I think that says a lot about what you think about Huddersfield. I I would. I would still start Aaron Moy in that situation because the ball still runs through him. Uh, you know, if Huddersfield do generate any kind of attack, it, it's going to be through him. Corners, set pieces. Like, they I mean, exist. they're going to win like two corners. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say it's going to be a ton, but I mean, Musa Sissoko doesn't take any of those. And I, I don't know. It, it, I understand. I understand your point. I, I would still take the Aaron Moy side of that, but it's it's, it's very close. It's personal preference. Yeah, I mean, like. Southampton is the best team they've played so far. They meaning Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Yeah. So like yeah. 
Oh yeah. Oh, get, I mean, they're about to get exposed. But they, <laughs> but, but the points that they needed to get those points, and they got them. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying fair, to, fair to, to use any sort of stats. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I mean, I could have said that. I think they've kept four clean sheets so far this year, four out of six, mm-hmm. something like that. I yeah, mean, Burnley, they, Southampton, Newcastle, yeah. and Crystal Palace. That's my point. I mean, but my point is that yes, I could have told you they've kept four clean sheets. I'm not. I'm not excited about their defense projecting forward. Their past results are not going to dictate their future behavior because they're going to have to come up against teams like Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, uh, even like the Liverpools of the world and Everton's of the world. Like they're going to have to start playing the good teams. They could beat Everton. Yeah, but they won't shut them out. <laughs> they might. That you know, actually, we'll get there, know, but man, that's we'll get we'll get you. You know what? You may be onto something there. All right, uh, but uh, I'm going to go on to the 10 o'clock slate unless there's something pressing you want to mention from this one. Nope. All right. Love Sissoko. Okay, uh, we go to uh, the South Coast here where Burnmouth at the Vitality are going to take on Leicester City. Uh, the Foxes are – they're kind of, I mean, to me, I mean, they've, they're exactly where I think they, which they should be, right? I mean, they struggle to score goals against any kind of a good defense. Um, and when they play against a bad team, they can get some goals. Now, on Burnmouth's side, they just – I think you actually mixed that up. Leicester is actually pretty good at scoring against good teams. They don't know how to play against bad ones. You're right. I did mix that up. Anyway, uh, it, but for Bur- on the Burmese side, they are a team traditionally under Eddie Howe that likes to move the ball around, likes to play the football, likes to play the pass and move game. Uh, they haven't played it well this season, uh, not consistently no. at least. Uh, and Leicester loved that kind of a game when you don't play that kind of game well. Yeah, the – like. Burnmouth finally got Junior Stanislas back, and so theoretically, like, oh, okay, they that should help. And then they lost at Everton, which when you just say that, it shouldn't be that bad, but Everton's been so bad this year. But I think they just need to figure out what to do because Jermaine Defoe up top's not really working. Uh, Benica Fobi didn't work before that. Like, I almost feel like they should bench both of them and play Josh King up front by himself because he's not really working that well in this kind of number 10 that they have him in. Um, Callum Wilson's apparently back in full training, but it's going to take him still a while to get his match fitness back. So that's not going to help in a short term, but they just, uh, I don't know. They, their players, maybe they just overperformed last year, but maybe this is just kind of how good they are. The, it's possible that they're missing Harry Arter and, uh, Gosling this week, which doesn't sound like a problem, but they're kind of the two of their three central midfielders. So. They're going to have backups in those spots against a Leicester side that theoretically should have players that are good enough to break that down or just get them or on the counter. counter. Or counter on it, yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I mean the, one, the one thing on the Leicester side is, you know, Wilfred and Didi is starting to get back to the, the, the form that we've seen them last season, mm-hmm. um, which is encouraging to yeah. see. Uh, and, for uh, uh, you know, we, we still haven't seen the best of Riyad Mahrez yet, to Oof. be honest. Um yeah, he looks like he's pretty. He looks like a, a scorned lover, basically. <laughs> he, he he really wanted out. Um, yeah, yeah. He makes Alexis Sanchez look happy to be at Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but Mark Albrighton and uh, especially Jamie Vardy, uh, another rumored exit. Uh, but Jamie Vardy has scored five in his first six. Uh, missed a penalty last week, though. Um, hmm. You know, less less less. I mean, I, I still think this is Leicester's game to lose. I agree. Even though they're on the road. I agree. I would love to see Demarai Gray start. Oh, I feel like yeah, I have to say this now every time. Yeah, you and me both. So, but yeah, I, it 
the the difficulty with uh, with Lester is that you like Mares hasn't been good enough like period. So he hasn't been good enough. So you don't really feel great about starting him. And there's really nobody else you really want to start. I mean, you'll play Vardy if he if you have him, but like after that, you're not going to play Okazaki. Ianacho hasn't even been starting. Like Love you're taking you're, you're right. I feel like that's more of a disappointment just based on playing time than it is when he plays. But like if Slomani gets to start, like you're not like rushing to get him in. And so, you know, you can get by with Harry Maguire if you want, but I don't know. It's just a, it's a weird team because like, I think they win this game. Uh, I believe they're favored, but other than Vardy, who really doesn't do anything other than, you know, if he doesn't score, you're kind of left with a bunch of guys who like kind of contribute, but not really. Yeah. I mean, I Harry Maguire, is a good, Harry good Maguire I think, at the Taga format is the most con- most consistent contributor this season thus far. I mean, I think he's averaged double digits, something like that. So, um, yeah, he is um, yeah. by far. So, so. and they—it's yeah, not I, even like they've gotten that many clean sheets. So, no. Well, I mean, it helps when your center back has one goal and two assists through six games. Yeah. He got them early, unfortunately, but, um, but yeah, I no, mean, but, but I mean, Burmuth, Burmuth, they do, do also tend to struggle on set pieces too. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, they kind of struggle defensively everywhere, right? I mean, we're, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's mag, but Lester, Lester, I think are going to, if they do happen to draw set pieces, which I'm not convinced that they will, um, but if they do happen to draw set pieces, they have an advantage there with Harry Maguire. But definitely on the counterattack, I see, you know, like a Mark Albrighton or a Jamie Vardy scoring off of a counterattack, definitely. If you had Gray and Mares and Gray started for Albrighton, would you play Mares or Gray? Both. You would play both? Yeah. Okay. I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good matchup for them. Okay. I mean, Demerai Gray, I mean, Demerai Gray, whenever he plays, looks great. Um. Yeah, he, he he's electric uh, in terms of his pace. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it's something you want to see more of, not less of. And unfortunately, we're seeing less of now. Yeah. Yep. They should just release him and, or not release, meaning put them in the lineup. Is him and Ianacho. Just see what happens. Yeah. Another game where we'll just uh, we'll we'll see what happens, but we all know what's going to happen here is uh, Manchester United are going to shut Crystal Palace out, and they're going to win by four nil, something like that. Do you think it's four? I mean, Crystal Palace can't defend; they can't score. And Christian Benteke is out now. Yeah, I definitely think it's zero. It's just a matter of whether the four, it's four or not. But does Con- does Connor Wickham start? Um, <laughs> going to start for Crystal Palace up front. There's talk of Bakary Sacco, which is kind of hilarious. Um, kind of, it's 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 very much hilarious. Uh, but I mean, would you rather Sacco or Wickham? At this point, just throw on a sixth defender. Um, yeah, they, <laughs> which they also don't have. Which they, right, <laughs> right. Well, uh, Fosu Mensa is out because he can't play against Manchester United, um, right. and so yeah, it's. Uh, I have no idea what they're going to do, but it just seems like they're not going to get enough of, um, you know, Johan Kabai and Jason Punchin. I think Wickham's actually still out, isn't he? I don't know. He's always injured. I don't. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. It's uh, Scott. The sun rose in the east today. <laughs> it's, but you know, for for me, what's fun, the funniest part about this matchup 
is Jose Mourinho complaining that he's going to have to, uh, you know, coming off of uh, coming off a of Champions League, he has to play against a fresh team right. in Crystal Palace. He's so <laughs> annoying. Ugh. Um, anyway. And the way that uh, were, did you like his new move when he gets kicked out for he gets kicked out to waste time on no. the clock, and, he, and then he milked it by going over to the opposing bench to shake all of the coaches' hands before being escorted down the tunnel uh, during extra time. He's insufferable. Um, yeah, uh, I think you're going to want to play all your Man United options. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of Man United in our starting 11 lineups later. Probably. Probably, yes. All right, yeah. Start every Man United option you can. Mm-hmm. Just start them all. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, I keep seeing on Taga that Phil Jones is out. <laughs> he was out for the, uh, for the Champions League for game? the Champions League, and I think he's questionable for this weekend. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I mean, I look at, I, I look on Twitter. I don't see anything about it. So, oh, I just, take, and, I take that out. He's been ruled out for Saturday. Oh, okay then. Well, it looks like I have to make some lineup changes. Yeah. Uh, it looks like uh, Victor Lindelof then may get his first start, huh? Uh, could be Chris Smalling. Lindelof has been playing in the Champions League, but um, yeah, it could be either one of them. They're both well, just team, kind of eh. Yeah, there's really, there's really no analysis you need to do. Start all Manchester United and uh, start zero Crystal Palace. Right. Uh, another team that's going to have center back problems is going to be Stoke. Uh, no Kevin Vimmer, no Jeff Cameron, no Ryan Shawcross. And Bruno Martins Indy, I think, picked up a knock last week. Yeah, they're just, they're in big trouble. Just ouch. I mean, just ouch. I mean, it's going to be Eric Peters and who? <laughs> uh, Glenn Johnson. Um, if those two, if those two are playing center back, you're in big trouble. Uh, I think it uh, they could play uh, or Zuma's back, so that it, it'll be Zuma and. I think Peters will play in the middle. Johnson or then, Peters, yeah. Could, well, Peters will play in the middle because he's more physical, and then Johnson will play out wide. Your guess is as good as mine, because they got like nobody left. <laughs> Josh Tymon, he plays. Uh, they, may call someone up, they may call somebody up from the academy I mean, at this point. There's, there are not a ton of good options. No. How does that make you feel it. about Southampton? I mean, by default, it means that someone's going to do well. The problem with Southampton is you don't know who it is. Um, I, I mean, obviously with the defense that Stoke's going to bring out, like you think that they're going to score, but uh, in the same way that we've been disappointed with Everton, like Southampton has been like particularly poor this year, at least for guys creating fantasy points. Correct. Like Tadic has been awful. Shane Long has been starting the last few games, which is garbage. That's Um, that's the worst. That's the worst of the three. (laughs) I think Charlie Austin, I am not Charlie Austin's biggest fan, and I still think that Shane Long is worse. Yeah, I mean, Austin's been on the bench. I think they're kind of saying he's returning from an injury, but Gabby Adini's been on the bench. They've scored one goal in their last four games. Um, it's bad. It's been, they've been bad. Yeah. Offense. Um, it's, uh, I, so the difficulty I have is like, I... It's, it's the stoppable first force versus a movable object. <laughs> um, I like Nathan Redman. I would start any of the defenders with the idea that Van Dyke finally gets back in. Uh, and then anybody else, I I'm I really just don't want to play. I don't want to play Tadic. I don't want to play Long if he starts. I guess Lamina and Romeu are kind of the, there, but Rouse. he hasn't been starting. I have no 
indication he would. I'd probably pass on him if he started. Stephen Davis. Did I say Stephen Davis? I mean, like, it's no, a bunch. No one needs to say Stephen Davis. Yeah, it's a bunch of guys. Um, Redmond is the only one that le- thinks makes me think that I can get some value out of him. Yeah. But I don't know. At the same time, Stoke at home have been pretty good, and they have all of their attacking players available. So it's not like they're just going to have Southampton you know, constantly on the attack. They can do it just as well. Let me put it this way. Would you rather have Jordan Shakiri? or would you rather have Nathan Redmond in this game? Shakiri. I'd rather have Shakiri. I'd ra- probably rather have Chopu Motang. Um, I'd even consider Hesse over Red over anyone. I'd probably put Redmond ahead of Hesse, but but if, I think Hesse is better than everybody else on Southampton. If Van Dyke is back, I don't like the South, the Stoke uh, the Stoke options as much. That's fair. A guy who hasn't getting his first start in nine months or yeah, however but, long it is. Yeah, but he's he's a presence. Like, like you you're presuming that he's starting because he's now 100 percent fit. Like they they weren't rushing him back by any means. Yeah. So I mean, it, I, when when someone comes back from injury, especially a center defender, you don't typically see them come back too early because they can get exposed very quickly, and that affects their confidence in playing the position. Yeah. So. I'm going to assume that if Van Dyke starts, we're getting 100% Virgil Van Dyke. That's fine. I could be dead wrong, but uh, <laughs> so far this season, I, I, I that that's been that's been fewer and far between than me getting something like that right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is going to be like a seven goal goal thriller, but uh, I'm thinking one nil Southampton. Yeah, it, right. But. Uh, like only you're, be, you're only basically because, only saying that because the Stoke defense is so banged up, yeah, but like that's correct. But that, but it's a thing. Like, like, like you have to account for it. I can't. I'm not going to say that on a normal day, that especially if it's a well. Like we also need to consider the conditions at Stoke come kickoff time as well. Um, you know, if it's going to be like a windy, rainy affair, zero zero. Like no one's going to be able to put two passes together, and definitely not one long pass together because the wind's going to take that ball wherever it feels like it. No, there's no more wind. Remember. They closed yeah, off that, that corner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, <laughs> of course they did. Uh, but what I'm saying is, you know, St- I mean, especially because of how badly Stoke played defensively last week, they're going to be drilling themselves even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and it wasn't even that Stoke were playing terribly defensively, like Chelsea put like 20 passes together and broke them down. No, that wasn't even it. Uh, I mean, Alvaro Morata was going up one on three and just he listed lazily to the left and he got by all three of them. <laughs> You know, that shouldn't happen. Does he play great... for Southampton? No, he doesn't. Okay, just checking. I'm just, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it wasn't like, it was, Chelsea didn't have to put a bunch of passes together to get to get through that Stoke defense. Yeah. In fact, they didn't. <laughs> Not they didn't have to, they didn't. <laughs> uh, okay. It's just, it, I mean, Stoke got hit on three counters against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty, That's that, I mean, especially as Stoke, when you're trying to play defensively, that's pretty inexcusable. I don't think Southampton have that the same ability countering, but you know that's why I think it's going to be like one nil Southampton if the conditions are bad zeros. Yeah, it's uh yeah. If Shane Long starts, I just there's zero finishers on that team. Yeah, I mean, I mean the thing about Stoke and Southampton is they're pretty even. You know, traditionally, like, I think the three of the past four years they fin- uh, Southampton and Stoke have finished eighth and ninth respectively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's something pretty consistent like that. I, I think that's a little bit of a statistical anomaly, but it's. You know they're 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 pretty similar to each other in terms of quality. Yeah. 
can we agree that the next matchup, they're similar in quality as well? West Brom at home at the Hawthorns taking on Watford, who are just on fire on the road. Uh, I believe they're perfect on the road this season. I think Watford's a little better than West Brom. I mean, while Watford are certainly flying higher than West Brom, but mm-hmm. West Brom always, you know, you always have to fear the Tony Pula side at home taking out a team that's quote unquote more talented. Uh, sure. I'll fear it. And, like... well, here's, well, here's the well, especially because Watford aren't a team that attack, they counterattack. West Brom are a team that don't attack. They don't counterattack either, but they just don't attack. Yeah. Um, I'm not overly concerned about Watford. I mean, Watford's inability to like sustain big attacks throughout a game. Like they, I think they'll be fine. You know, the guys that, I mean, I don't think anybody's been relying on Andre Gray uh, and anybody who has Richarlison is certainly going to start him anyway. Like I, I would have no fear of starting him at West Brom. Well, Even, he'll have plenty of opportunities to do like successful take-ons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would play. I, in fact, any Watford player I have, I'm playing this weekend. Uh, Feminia is a player who I really like. Yeah. A, a perfect perfect replacement for my love for Daryl Yanma. <laughs> Great. Yep. But yeah, no, I, I have no problem starting anyone from Watford. And on the West Brom, so I don't think I have much West Brom, but... I have too much West Brom. It's, uh, you know, it depends because they've been kind of shuffling the lineup a little bit. Brunton Phillips didn't start last week or Monday. So we saw Kieran Gibbs on some set pieces, which is always kind of silly to see. But we uh, warned we warned against that. Both of us did. When they signed Kieran Gibbs, we were like, what? Who was playing? Because <laughs> we're, we're not going to know because they were already playing Alan Neon pretty much out of position as left back because he's a right back. Craig Dawson is still there and they didn't get rid of Johnny Evans like they were. I think planning on, um, you know, because now that all six of them are there, there's only conceivably four or maximum five spots. You know, if you consider Chris Brunt a defender, you know, that you, you know, there's really not that many spots to put them all, and you, they're going to be tinkering around until they find their best eleven, and they still haven't found it. Yeah, I agree, and I'm not sure. I mean, the problem is, I think the ideal starting eleven has like, you know, five defenders, four holding midfielders and Jay Rodriguez and that's it. Is that 10? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and Ben Foster. Right. <laughs> and like, so, I mean, <laughs> enjoy. So, so my really bad joke about this game is that the only W's in this game will be in the names of the teams. And that's it. <laughs> well done. Well done. But I yeah. See, I mean, if you have, I, I see this one, one, what West Brom guys do you have that you wouldn't start home against Watford? Uh, Matt Phillips. You wouldn't start him, really. He's been bad. Okay. Look at, I, 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 Would you play him over Aaron Moy? Yeah. Uh, no, definitely not. Definitely no. not. Wow. Have you seen Matt Phillips play this year? He's, he's I'm assuming it's Watford. I'm assuming you haven't seen Matt Phillips play this year. Then he has um, done literally next to nothing. I mean, it's Mares is the same started. way. Well, he's not. He didn't start. <laughs> That's the point. I know I it's know. getting so bad that he's not starting. Uh, like when you're, when you, I mean, Matt Phillips, I mean, looking at his, I'm going to go with Taga scoring here because that's the page that I'm on. Like he had, he's had one good game and that was at Burnley. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. I mean, and he's had other easy quote unquote games and they haven't, the thing about the thing about West Brom is they haven't really played the big boys yet. They've played Arsenal. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, I, I, they played the Brightons, they've played Birdmouth, they've played Burnley, they've played Stoke and West Ham. Uh, it, it's just, 
those you you need to see way more than an average of 6.5 points a game out of Matt Phillips in those fixtures because when the when the big boys come to town he's not getting even that many right he's just not you know and he has a, a total of one assist and I think it's what is it like uh, I want to say something like five eight maybe chances created in six games that's not that's not good enough that's just not good enough I agree so yes I would start Aaron Moy over him even against Watford. Okay. Any Watford guys you wouldn't start at West Brom? No. Okay. Great. No. I mean, what? I mean, it's 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 going to be one of those games where you close your eyes or you don't watch and you just look at the numbers afterwards. Like I'm not going to anticipate this being an exciting game to watch. Heavens no. I mean, it might be close in terms. Uh, of West Brom versus anybody is usually not a good one to watch. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, West Brom got unlucky against Arsenal. To be fair, right? Because Jay Rodriguez had that. Clear penalty, clear penalty yeah. Call, right? So, I mean, that would have changed things. Uh, and then I think Alexi Sanchez got got away with a clear yellow card dive. And I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, they got a little unlucky, which is fine. You know, it, it, so sometimes that happens in a game, but it typically evens out. But for Arsenal, for God knows, Arsenal need some luck in, in fixtures. Um, so, I mean, it's... That stuff tends to even itself out. But West Brom... Yeah, I mean, they're typically not that that entertaining to watch. But like I said, I think it's going to be 1-1. One, one. Uh, it's going to be one. I mean, the thing about Watford that I like is it's, you know, they're going to get a decent percentage. You know who it's going to be in terms of the score sheet. You know, Richarlison's going to be there. Andre Gray scored his first, uh, which is nice. Um, you know, I, I mean, outside of that, you may get the occasional, like, Etienne Capoue or, you know, a Jacore goal. But you're not going to see too much variance in terms of the goal scorers. And West Brom... You I mean, just named like five guys, though. <laughs> I said the occasion. There's, anyway, forget it. We'll move on to another team that starts with W and West Ham, who take on at the London Stadium. They'll be taking on a Swansea side that... Which also has a W in it. That's correct. Just doesn't start with one. Right. Um, West Ham really needs to win a game at home. <laughs> they showed signs of life when they played a 10-man Spurs side. Mm-hmm. Chicharito has been good. He has. Andy Carroll. Cresswell's uh, been awesome. Well, but no Mikel Antonio. Correct. Which is a huge loss to them, and I'll tell you why. Um, pace. You know, you know, Chicharito has some. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, some. Andy Carroll has negative. And there's not a ton of width on this team. Yep. And uh, Cresswell team, provides a decent amount. Uh, on what? Yeah. On, uh, and Zabaleta's yeah. actually been decent. Zabaleta has, if it wasn't for the cards, like the yellow cards and stuff, he'd be doing better. But he's averaging like one every other game. Um, yeah, it's a yeah. He's at four already, yeah. which is like Diego Costian. Correct. He's he's one away from suspension. Right. Although Costa did this last year and didn't get his fifth, and I don't think he ever got his fifth before the no, January he, uh, reset. He did. He did get his fifth before the reset. Really. Yeah, I think he got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was I, late. I, think, I mean, it was like boxing. Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I, think I think that's exactly what it was. The, during the congested fixture. Yeah, yeah, I think he was smart and like got one early and then realized he was going to get think, Christmas off. I think we made that joke. We, we, yes, we've, we've made the joke yeah. before. <clears throat> but anyway. Um, I think Fabregas did the same thing. I think so, too. <laughs> but anyway, I um, this is another game. Like, If you have guys on these teams, are you not starting them because of the matchup? Right. Not in this one. I, I like the like the matchup for both sides. Who do you um, like the most in this game? Chicharito. Ooh. Okay. You Pretty know who bad. might be back? 
Lanzini. Lanzini is back. It's just a matter of whether he starts or not. Yeah. And if I mean, he starts, he's definitely and, playing and like 62 minutes. There's a spot minutes. for him now with Antonio out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it depends what format they want to play, right? I mean, if they want to play with Carroll in the middle, um, I see Lanzini getting more value than Chicharito because of all the crosses that will be happening. Um, uh, if if, if Carroll does not play, then I love Chicharito because he's going to get the through balls, you know, and he's, and he, he's, he's, he's lively in the box and they, they, they if they, but they, I'm not sure there'll be as many crosses coming in. Yeah. They shouldn't cross as much if Carroll doesn't Correct. Start, I mean, when but... you, when you play Andy Carroll, you are making a commitment. Yep. Which is why Cresswell has been so great. Correct. Um, but Correct. I, mean, I say Cre- so great, but he really, I mean, well, for, for Aaron, we, we, we used to call him a shell of a former self. I mean, it, it's just, they need to play a certain style for him to be, Usable, right, right. Because, but like because, he, you know, he, because you know they're not getting a clean sheet. Yeah, and he doesn't shoot at all, uh, and his chances created comes all come off of these crosses that he sends in, and so um, uh, it'd be Swansea nice to side. actually get an assist on the Swansea side. I love Tom Carroll. Yeah, I know. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah. Uh, well, where else do you go, or where else do you start? Like well, reasonably, the, with one Swansea. of the two strikers. You know, if you if you know if Boney starts, you know you you gotta you gotta if you're gonna pick a matchup, this is one of them. Uh, sure. If he yeah, starts yeah. with Abraham, yeah. What do you think? Still, I'd, I'd, I would I would consider either one of them startable. I mean, they combined with each other last week. No, no, no I'm saying if they both start, which one would you prefer? Uh, they're the same. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. At this point, like okay. you're split, you're you're splitting this the. The smallest of hairs, because they they both do kind. They're both kind of the like they they function kind of the same way. I mean, they're gonna make they're gonna make striker runs, and they both have finishing abilities with both their head and their feet. Not great, but abilities. Okay. I think I think I mean I think they're doing a disservice to Tammy Abraham every game that he doesn't start, because what he needs is game time. But anyway, that's my personal opinion because he's a young Chelsea player. <laughs> or, or right, that, that, uh, that's what I was waiting for you to say. I just i i i want the i want the loan system to just be a glorified uh, minor league system for Chelsea. That's all. <laughs> all right. Speaking of Chelsea, they got a big one coming up. It's Chelsea at home uh, against Manchester City. This fixture never seems to disappoint in terms mm-hmm. of drama. Uh, <laughs> there's usually something that happens. Uh, for example, if Fabregas and Fernandinho both play, get your popcorn ready because someone, one, at least one of those two is getting a card. Yep. Although at you don't think Fabregas is starting. I don't, personally. Um, unless they decide to take Pedro or Willian off. I do not think I, there is... I, I would put it in, like, Sharpie that both Bakayoko and Conte are starting as the pivots. Mm-hmm. So then so, separate, Then it's Hazard, Murata, and you think Willian over Pedro? I mean, I they tended to opt for Pedro. I like Willian better mm-hmm. in that spot um, because he, he his energy level for for both sides of the ball, I think, will be necessary. The one thing we do have to bring up is that Manchester City, um, the early word back is that Sergio Aguero has broken ribs mm-hmm. uh, from his car accident that he was recently in. So we hope for a speedy recovery there first and foremost. But sounds like uh, six to eight weeks. Yeah, which it's... is much faster than Benjamin Mendy. <laughs> which we also have to talk about because uh, he because uh, he tore his ACL and his season is most likely done. Yeah, that's a killer just because he's so much fun to watch. 
You should, oh my god! I have zero. Uh, I probably don't have I, zero. I, I still think he's the truth. Someone. I still think he's the truth at left back. Yeah, I think the problem is that, I mean, he's not. Danilo's like a fine replacement, but the upside isn't nearly as high as Mendy's, and so. I, I agree, but I mean the main thing you also have to the reason why I think Mendy's season is definitely over in the Premier League is because it's a World Cup year. Sure. And he wants to get right for France. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I that should be that should be his priority if he's in if he's in contention to be the left back for for France, and I believe he is. Yeah, he's a, so. in in contention. Sure. Uh, how do you think they go without Aguero? I mean, obviously Jesus. I mean, Jesus starts up front by himself. Right, I mean, and then you think Sterling and Sané on the wings. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. They they they've rotated rather nicely, but that would be mine. Uh, yeah, I mean that that would be my guess with Silva and De Bruyne mm-hmm. in, in the middle of that. So right, and Fernandinho you know, right behind them. We're look we're looking at. I think we're going to look at a four one four one. Yep, I think that's fair. That's right. Oh wait, so, f- uh, four four defenders for Fernandinho. The I four was thinking four one three D four one two three. Does that make sense? Nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> that would be a four three three. Most likely to be a four-three-three with a triangle in midfield, but it's if you for me, what I see happening is you have you have the four defenders, yeah. Right, we have you know you could take your pick between let's let's say it's Company and Otamendi. Doesn't you can throw stones in there if you want. I I don't think it's going to happen. But then you'll have Fernandinho as the holding midfielder, and then you'll have in front of him, you'll have both Silva and De Bruyne, and then on the wings you'll have, um, you know Sane, and you'll have Sterling. And then with Jesus up front, right? Okay. It, I like it, it. It, what it, what it means is the communication between Sane and Walker. If if they're let's say, sorry, Sane is probably going to be on the left hand side. So Sane, it would be Sane and Danilo and Sterling and Walker. That communication has to be perfect because if both of them if both of them are caught up on one side, that's where Chelsea will break them. Hmm. Okay. Be, and you know that you know City like to go forward, and if no no one has really stopped them, uh, but I you know this is this is where the unstoppable force is meeting a I don't want to call Chelsea an immovable object because they haven't been that great defensively, mm-hmm. but it's probably going to be the closest thing that City comes. It's between you know Chelsea and Spurs and and United would be the only three defenses that you think could possibly repel City, and I don't think there's another one. Hmm. Okay. I, are you trusting Arsenal's newfound defense that they've? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. No. Oh, exactly. So I mean, you know, Liverpool don't have one. So I mean, it's just there's really not that many to choose from after that. But mm-hmm. you know, this is one of those games where we'll, you know, I, it fails to like I said, it fails to disappoint. And I think that when you look at this game, I think a lot of people are actually going to try to ignore it. What from fantasy perspective? Because you just, I mean, if you start Murata, that's fine. But at times he's looked very isolated. You know, for Chelsea because they will focus on defense first in this one. Right. Um, hmm. What do you think about Zappacosta? I, I, this would be one hell of an introduction to the Premier League if they do decide to make this his introduction. Um, uh, I, I would be I would be surprised. He doesn't already have a start? Nope. Was that other game? Where was that other game? Champions oh, it was League. the Champions League. Right, right, right. Sports. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think the opponent for a debut matters at this point. Like, I mean, he's been there long enough, but the pace of I mean, 
he hasn't played the pace of a Premier League game yet, and this is going to be the fastest of all of them. Because Man City do not play slowly. Uh, no, they don't. No. I mean, Victor Moses has been... He played He played them both. I mean, especially considering that Chelsea play Crystal Palace next week, um, or mm, in two weeks, two excuse weeks, me, yeah. um, uh, that might be a better situation if they are going to decide to start Zappacosta at some point. Hmm. All right. I think, I mean, they're professionals, and he's... Agreed. 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 I mean, I, I think it would be... I would be surprised. Okay. I'm not going to say that... I, I I would be surprised I wouldn't be, like, you know, fall on the floor. This is stupid. Right. Like, I don't think it's the right time, but, you know, I'm not in training. Uh, you, you have to kind of... At some point, you have to trust that the manager knows more than you do. Hmm. He, he, they, they definitely did when I was, you know, harping for... Uh, at Crystal Palace, and I was harping for... Um, I'm already forgetting his name because I'm just so disappointed. Uh, it was the guy who was at Middlesbrough, scored 20 goals. Bamford. Bamford, thank you. Patrick Bamford, yes. You know, I was very angry, but obviously Alan Pardew was proven right. Um, you know, because he just wasn't very good, uh, Patrick Bamford. So, if, you know, if, if Chelsea have I seen believe, that— I can't believe that I, this day has actually come. Thank you. I, I've grown. Wow. I've grown a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, you know— being 32 now yeah I've, that must be it yeah i've achieved mm-hmm. i've achieved a level of, of wisdom now yes. few, yeah mm-hmm. when i get to 33 i'll probably i'll probably be wrong about uh you know maybe izzy brown and tammy abraham we'll see um but we'll, we'll but going back to manchester city here um you know are you going to start a leroy sane are you going to start a raheem sterling against chelsea yes. i don't think so yeah i would what? if i have them i'm definitely starting them oh, like, I, I think mean, their games on their goals on both sides and so why would i take a guy who could score them out yeah, I mean, I mean, when, a lot of people are calling this game like three-two, like something like that, to one of the two sides, and that's that's feels that's very aggressive. But I'm just saying, like, you're if you if you have one of these guys in a Taga league, you're yeah, basically yeah. like, am I going to bench Leroy Sane for, Chris for... exactly? That's exactly <laughs> who I was going to say. Yeah, you're not. Of course, I understand. Not. I understand that. I, I mean, when you, like, I mean, who are you playing Raheem Sterling over um, Aaron Moy? Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge Raheem Sterling fan. It's uh, it, this year. It is totally unfounded because uh, he's been really good. There, uh, <laughs> there's a great video that um, somebody shared in the Slack chat of Eden Hazard making fun of Raheem Sterling, like kicking around and stuff like that. It is hilarious. It is. Yeah. It's also spot on. Like, yeah, of course it is. It's no, I mean, and Hazard has actually done very well in this fixture uh, in the past. So, I mean, and I also think he will start. Does that is that something that matters to you? What? Like, he's done very well against Man City previously. Like, didn't we say no. this last week against no. Stoke? No, no, I do not. No, I. It, it carries no weight with me. Right. I'm just stating a fact. Okay. Like, especially when you're talking about like two years ago, Man City, different team. Last year, Man City, different team. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't apply. It just seems like I see people say stuff like that. Yeah, like well, you know, he's done really well against X Y Z. He scored more goals against. Like, okay, like great. Yeah, Tremaine Defoe has scored against every team. In the yeah, Premier exactly, League. exactly. He's probably scored against twelve that aren't aren't even in the Premier League anymore. That's my point. Uh, yeah, I don't think he scored against Huddersfield because he hasn't played them yet. Oh, poor. Uh, poor. <laughs> That's something like, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Jermaine Defoe. So, I mean, he's due or he just doesn't. I can't. Never he's, mind. Never he literally mind. hasn't played against them. Yeah. Um, 
anyway. So I think you start more, everybody more you have. So I would be this, hesitant about the defenders in FPL, but. Um, well, I mean, we de- we definitely saw a dip in the rankings for the defenders from both sides. I mean, yeah. Marcus Alonso, I usually have one or two, and he he's further down this week. Somebody asked he, me on Twitter who I liked more in FPL, Gary Cahill or Otamendi. What would you say? Uh, Otamendi, because Gary Cahill's, um, isn't he suspended? No, Cahill's back. That's oh, right, Cahill's back, but Luis is suspended. Luis is suspended. Well, la- well, last week, Cahill didn't start. Um, Okay. It was both Christensen and Rudiger. Yeah. They had Champions League coming up. But anyway, who would you start if they both start? Uh, I, uh, Cahill, because he's at home. That's exactly uh, what no, I said. There's no real reason. Right. <laughs> there's no, I can't point to a statistical reason. They're both very similar players. They play solid. They play, I mean, Chelsea play more solidly defensively, more consistently. Uh, and both of them do get forward on set pieces when they have them, in which I think there'll be a few. So you have a potential, you know, for shots on goal from headers from set pieces. And, you know, it's. Otamendi also... has the most shots among center backs this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, they've all, I mean, they've also just been smashing people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's Chelsea, Chelsea don't Chelsea don't perform as offensively dominantly as Man City can. Agreed. So. It, Without Aguero, though, do you, I mean, is there a different look from Manchester City? I don't think so. I mean, there's obviously a different look because they had been starting both of them, and he's yeah, but arguably the best goal scorer in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, but these are the this is the enforced break that you know Neil Thurman and everyone you and everyone warned about drafting Sergio Aguero in a draft league. Uh, he will miss six to eight games. Period. Um, <laughs> and here it is. <laughs> uh, I I was never one to discount him because of that, though. Like no, you, no, anybody can miss six to eight games. Anybody can get in a car accident on the way to back to your private plane to go home following a concert. It can happen to anybody. If somebody wrote that in a draft guide, then I'd like to hire them. That no, that was going to happen. That'd be, no, that would be a dumb draft guide. <laughs> you don't want to write that in the draft guide. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I mean, I think yeah, like you said, you're going to start. You're going to start your midfield and forward options in this game if you have them for a season long league. Um, if you I mean, I would even probably still stick with Kyle Walker and with Marcus. I mean, definitely sticking with Kyle Walker and Marcus Alonso if you have them. You mm-hmm. don't have a better defensive option. Um, you don't just don't expect a clean sheet. Right. Expect right. the other points. Exactly. I don't. I, I don't think this is a five-four game where like you're going to get so many goals conceded that maybe it'll be tough for the defenders to get out of that hole. I mm-hmm. don't think that'll be the case either. Right. What are your What's your score prediction for this one? Um, I think it is. Uh, 2-1 City. Same. That's exactly what I was going to say. 2-1 City. Great. All right, then. And I think it's going to be like a flattering 2-1. Like, they'll be up 2-0 and Chelsea will get, like, one in the 93rd minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Anyway, we go to we go to the Sunday slate here, uh, and we have Arsenal at home taking on Brighton. Uh, this one will be the most lopsided. Oh, actually, no, it won't be the most lopsided game. It'll be the second most lopsided game of the Sunday slate. It's all. I think it's all, all all Arsenal all the time. You don't think? Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say this is the most lopsided on Sunday or second, second on second, Sunday? That's second nuts. Most. That is nuts. You think that you think this is going to be like five nil, four nil? I think it has a better chance of being five nil than any other game on Sunday. I disagree. Obviously, I do. Yeah, yeah. If we do a, if we do a Sunday starting eleven, you'll see. Uh, you'll, you'll see a lot of Arsenal in my lineup, but it won't be. I think you'll probably have more than me. 
I would have 11 of them if I could. Really? You could on Star Oh, no, you couldn't. You have to have no, three teams. Yeah. I, I, like, what... Is it less Arsenal and more another? I assume yes, it's, it's Liverpool. More Liverpool. It's right. more Liverpool than it is Arsenal. Right. Because Liverpool get Mane back. We'll, okay. go, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, we will. Uh, I would start nobody from Brighton and everybody from Arsenal. Pascal Gross, if you, if you can bench him, I would. Uh, Anthony Knockhart has been diminished, uh, so you can definitely bench him very, 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 very comfortably. Would you play Pascal Gross over Aaron Moy? No. Okay. Wouldn't. Okay. Uh, I mean, Arsenal have... Are, something has clicked at Arsenal. Uh, <laughs> defensively. I really do think so. And now that uh, Alexis Sanchez you know, is getting in the lineup more consistently and Mesut Ozil is fully fit. Um, you know, it, it, I, I really do think that Arsenal will show that they're one of the big boys. They won't be like top three, but they, they'll definitely challenge for fourth. Okay. Uh, is, is that unfair? Am I, am I, am I speaking incorrectly here? I don't think they're that good, but sure. Uh, sure. I think, I think you... they found something. I okay. think they found something. You I said mean, you know, they don't have to show a lot of something against the Brighton team at home, right, to be honest. Right. But you said you know, before we started recording that you really like Mesut Ozil this week. Do why? Um, Brighton can be picked apart, and Lacazette is playing well. Olivier Giroud, when he comes in, plays well. Uh, you know, like like and Alexis Sanchez and him together play well together. Uh, Would you play him in FPL? Ozil. I'm not a huge fan of that format anyway. Probably, <laughs> right. probably knocks his two goal and assist dependent. Right, right. And he's great in Tagus still. He's still creating tons of chances and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, even like a Yahoo. If you're doing like the Yahoo season long but weekly format, like I would be very comfortable playing Mesut's lettuce price. Okay. Uh, Brighton, like I said, nobody. Let's go on to the least interesting. Oh, not the least interesting. Uh, I think but it's, it's the least interesting. It's not an interesting game. It's Everton at home taking on Burnley. Uh, Burnley again on the road have been phenomenal this season. Uh, uh, the exact uh, a complete 180 of last year, and uh, Burnley for me are good value in this game actually. I mean, I think I think Robbie Brady can have a good value day, and when you're looking at um, the forwards, uh, you, when you're looking at Chris Wood, I, I think the Everton defense is totally beatable. I totally agree. This team stinks. I mean, it, it took Omar Nias, a, t- a guy who yeah. didn't even get a, a, t- a, a. I can't believe I've heard this so many times in the in the fat past few days. He doesn't even have a tailored Everton suit for the pregame. Oh, poor guy. Like, I they, like, that. He, like he he was that far down the right. depth chart that they didn't even bother to get him a team branded suit. Yeah, apparently he. Well, not apparently he's not on the Europa roster either because they were like he wasn't even close to playing. And now he might be their starting striker for the entire season. Well, until January, uh, Everton and then, and are going to go big in on somebody. Rumor has it it's Olivier Giroud as well. Yeah, well, Olivier Giroud already turned them down. He just scored his hundredth goal for Arsenal. Good yeah, times for that, good times. Now, only the nineteenth player to do so, and now yeah. that he has, uh, now it's leave. time to leave. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be. You know what's going to happen is that uh, the deal will be like almost complete, and like Lacazette will get like a hamstring injury, and they'll be like, oh, we can't, we can't sell him. And then it won't no, happen. yeah, Everton are going to go after somebody. I don't know. It may be some. It, it may not even be a Premier League guy. To be honest, it yeah. may just they're they're going to throw their name in for any striker that's available. What's the benefit of Giroud playing for Everton over Arsenal for the final six weeks, six months of the season, five months? 
uh, 60 to 90 minutes of playing time versus 20 to 30. Okay. There's more time to get hurt before the World Cup. That's correct. Which he won't start for anyway. Exactly. He'll make the team, though. That's correct. So will Benjamin Mendy. (laughs) Anyway. For for Arsenal, start all your options. For Brighton, you don't. Everton uh, and Burnley, I, I don't know why we started talking Arsenal again. Uh, but Burnley and Everton, on the Everton side, uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson, you loved him last week. You loved him last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Dis- disappointing. He was. He was. Uh, in a game like this one where Burnley, uh, you expect them to sit back at this one, uh, I actually do think that there's value on Sigurdsson this week. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I almost want to blame the rest of Everton for why he's bad. Um, well, they're playing three of the exact same but, player together at different positions. Well, yeah, they just, yeah, it's um, I mean, this is I think another game that in season long you would play everybody that you have. I'm not benching anybody for either of this, these matchups. I'm hoping to see more Dominic Calvert Lewin, or as everyone likes to call him, DLC, because no one gets DCL correctly. Um, that's kind of <laughs> so funny. many times, so many times people were saying DLC, 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 and I'm like Dominic Lewin Calvin. Hmm. Yeah, that's wrong. Um, that's correct. Yeah, I mean he's okay. I'm not. I didn't go out of my way to pick him up in any leagues. No, which I, a lot I, of people I, I did apparently. To, I want to see more of yeah. it. Is my point. Like yeah. you, you saw you would, something. But you would like. Where, how would you play him with uh, Niasi? Sure. Yeah. Okay. And then it, and Ben get Sandra. Get get more. No, screw Sandra. I mean, he wasn't a big investment anyway. So yes, what bench you, him. Yeah, Benjamin. Uh, what I, I think they should be putting more forwards who like to be in the box uh, in the lineup so that people like Gilfie Sigurdsson can pick them out. <laughs> like, isn't, right it, now, isn't the argument that, that are... Calvert Lewin really loves to run towards the box and not necessarily in, well, he, be in the box? Not what I'm saying, he he has the capability of doing, but he can run the channels, is what I'm saying, which is important to get people into the box. Gotcha. Uh, and, you know, for me, uh, he can also run into the box. He does have some size, too, by the way. Um, he, sorry, he has length, not size. Right. But what what I'm saying is for Dominic Calvert-Lewin, he opens up the space for guys like Gilfie Sigurdsson to pick out passes because you have to you have you, you can't play high lines against him because he'll run right past you. Okay. And for Burnley don't play high lines anyway. But right. you know, Gil, but when you have Gilfie Sigurdsson, Davy Klaas, Davy Klassen, and Wayne Rooney <laughs> playing the same spot, it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it just doesn't. You, you're 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 incredibly slow and lacking yeah, too much creativity and not enough people actually in the box. I can pick out a perfect cross when no one's in the box to receive it. <laughs> right? It doesn't helpful it doesn't, in DraftKings, not so much helpful anywhere else. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. All right, but let's get to the big. What I think is the biggest lopsided game, and that's Newcastle at home against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Liverpool getting Man- Sadio Mane back. That is the most underrated transaction of the weekend. Okay. Uh, he means so much to that team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Newcastle, by the way, cannot handle it. They will not be able to handle it defensively. They are not very good defensively anyway. And when you have a full slate of attackers with Coutinho healthy now as well, um, watch <laughs> out. Just, well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Playing. <laughs> right. <laughs> that chronic back problem that, 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 that shows up uh, at the beginning of each season. I'm not... I'm not saying that they're going to shut them out, but I think you're not giving the Newcastle defense nearly enough credit. Uh, it doesn't, I, I, you know, to be honest, there are very few defenses that I would put up against Liverpool and say they're, they're going to repel them. There's right. not that many. Right. But I'm just saying, like, Newcastle, they're not, they haven't been poor defensively. 
And I so, mean, do you think do you think this is gonna be like a Rafa Benitez revenge game? Like, ooh, I don't understand what you're didn't, saying. Didn't think about that. I just don't. I think there's significantly more upside with Arsenal. Like going back to the comparing the games. Like, I just don't. I think there's a significantly higher chance that Arsenal wins four nothing at home against Brighton than Liverpool does at Newcastle. Uh, I, I I think it'll be a. I mean, they're both going to be bare bottom spankings. Let's not be, mm-hmm. let, let, let's not call it what it isn't, right? But it's, I, I, I look, it might be the difference of 3 0 Arsenal and they just decided to hold the ball at the end of the game versus Liverpool just co- constantly attacking us. They literally can't do anything else. They, right. will, never, they will never defend ever. Right. <laughs> against, like, we will not defend against anyone, anywhere, at any time. Yeah, that's why we love them. That's correct. For neutrals, they are the best team to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get on to our starting 11 yeah. uh, uh, lineups this weekend. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a lot of similar players because it's just a Saturday slate, and there's two big matchups here that uh, that are there to exploit. So I'm assuming that we're both going to have a lot of Manchester United players, and we're going to both have a lot of Tottenham players. Uh, I have all but one. Uh, I have one, two, three. Three. Yeah. Three, okay. three players three. not from those play- teams? Correct. Wow. Correct. Okay. All right. So starting in goal. Uh, I, I I was pretty sure that you took David De Gea, so I took Hugo Lloris. Just okay. for dif- just for difference sake, I think they're both the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have both uh, Tom uh, not Tom Davis. I have Ben Davis, mm-hmm. Ben Davies or Ben Davis, whatever, and Karen Trippier. I'm assuming you do as well. Yep. And I, you know, I was thinking, oh man, I should just go with Antonio Valencia and just get it over with. No, I've decided I'm going to be different. I'm going Ryan Bertrand. Wow. Wow. Okay. I no. just I, I I'm trying to do something slightly not chalk. Okay. I think I achieved that there. I'm assuming you, you have. Did. You tend not to want to do that in head to heads, but sure. This, yeah, but this, but what, this, what the hell do I know? I lose every game every week of this game. Well, you know, I'm 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 straying from my traditional strategy, and I'm gonna see if I can if I can beat me one. another way. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Getting too, I might be getting too cute with it this week. Anyway, you're. Th- I'm assuming you have three defenders and a goalkeeper. Uh. Yeah, I have those guys, but I had Valencia. Yeah. <laughs> There's no surprise here. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, your fi- um, uh, do you have five or four midfielders? Five. I have five as well. Okay. Let me guess what you have. Okay. Erickson? Correct. Deli Alley? Correct. Mkhitaryan? Correct. Um... The other two, I'm assuming you're not going to get. Okay. Um, I have those three as well. Um, mm-hmm. I also have Matic. Nope. Who's been really good in this format? Okay. And Shakiri. I have Hazard and Redmond. Mm, okay. I don't know why. You really like the Southampton team, huh? Well, yeah, I like those two. Wow. Uh, Eden Hazard is a total homer pick. Yeah, I recognize that. Fine. I have no real, I have no real strong conviction for it. For all I know, he's not even going to start. <laughs> and did you cap? Started. Did you captain Lukaku or Kane? Lukaku. Okay, me too. Yeah. So basically, we have it's Matic and Shakiri, Matic, Shakiri, and Valencia versus Hazard, Redmond, and Bertrand. Bertrand, great. Yep. And I might switch Bertrand for Van Dyke if Van Dyke starts. Okay, that's fair. Because I and I'll I, I'll just sub out Shakiri for somebody else when he gets hurt in the seventh minute. That's correct. Uh, yeah, you, you, that's the advantage of the starting eleven app. Everybody, you can make this. You could, if someone gets hurt, that is not the end of your day. That's you right. Can make your substitution. I always find it weird though when it's like the seventy eighth minute and you have to substitute someone from that time slot. I'm like, what do I do? Uh, I yeah, <laughs> I tend not to. That's the I Anthony don't. Martial special. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a great call. 
Um, yeah. Even if he's not in the game yet. <laughs> oh, just go for it. Just go <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah, he'll get in there. <laughs> I read somewhere recently that you should play Martial and DFS because because they score so many goals off the bench. But don't do that. Don't do don't that. start guys that aren't starting. That's getting way too cute with it. Sheesh. He didn't play, by the way, in that game. That's correct. Oh, it, 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 I'm still bitter about this. Two weeks ago, I lost my I lost an EFSA because Anthony Martial came on for two minutes and scored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some guy won a DraftKings GPP because of that. And on that note, we will end this episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Uh, I have been Mike Gottlieb. He has been Andrew Laird. Uh, again, international break next week, so we will be off. Uh, so we will catch you again in two weeks when we preview game week number eight. Talk to you guys then. Friday the 13th special. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.